0: Everyone and welcome to another live episode of A Yank on the Footy. I'm Craig Wessels from very snowy Sandusky, Ohio, and I'm glad that you're listening. Have a couple of you on here live at the outset today, which is fantastic. Starting to get the hang of this a little bit, and I think that uh, this may be something that uh, I might do on a much more regular basis because I, you know, even if there aren't people that are on board, I, I, the whole flying by the cedar pants thing is kind of fun. Now, before I uh, dive in to uh, some of the things I wanted to address tonight and uh, talk about, I had a uh, interesting situation uh, occur over the last couple of weeks, and I haven't been able to really talk about it publicly until this point in time because it was not um, it was not confirmed that this was going to be happening. I talked about this on a, uh, an episode of another podcast last night, actually it came out today. And, uh, I, I do want to thank, uh, Harper Pessinger from the where do we begin podcast who, uh, invited me on, uh, he's been on my show. I've been on his, uh, he and Lockie have been running this podcast now for closing in on a year. And they've got, uh, they've got a good thing going. And it's, uh, it's interesting because I think Lockie is in his early twenties. Harper I think is only 17 and it's getting ready to start university here pretty soon. So, yeah, you know, he's it's planning on studying journalism and he, uh, he does a really nice job with his podcast. So I was able to, to share this news yesterday on, on his podcast. And I wanted to do this real quickly. I got, uh, approached through a, uh, an instant message on Facebook. A few weeks ago, about um, I don't know if it's an opportunity or what have you, but uh, somebody that I was not familiar reached out and asked if I would be interested in uh, coming on their radio show each week during the the footy season to talk a little bit about footy. And uh, I thought this was a rather interesting proposition. Now, the 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 part about it that it's really cool is the the fact that. I'm in the United States, and this radio station is 15,000 kilometers away. Now, it is uh, it is one of the Triple M stations, and it's the one that's in Gippsland in uh, southeastern Victoria. And uh, the lady that does the morning show there had moved from uh, Queensland, and she was a big rugby supporter, and I'm, I imagine she still is and she's moving to the heart of footy country and decided you know what i need to learn a little bit more about the game of footy and she ran across my podcast i think possibly in uh an australian podcasters uh group on facebook and she uh she reached out and we finally confirmed that that's going to be happening here in the next few weeks so i'm allowed to mention it now so I'm excited about it. It's going to be a once a week thing for only like three or four minutes. But it, you know, it, it's something I'm looking forward to because it it's, you know, maybe going to help me grow the podcast a little bit, bring in more listeners um, that maybe hadn't uh, heard the uh, the podcast before or hadn't heard of it. So hopefully it's a win-win, you know, maybe the uniqueness of, of somebody from the United States talking about the national sport, if you will, uh, in Australia might be an appealing thing. So we'll, we'll see what happens about that. You know, so I, I wanted to, to get into that a little bit, um, you know, real quickly, I, uh, you know, if you're listening and again, I'll share this after the, the live episode ends, um, you know, you can sign up for the, uh, the mailing list, um, uh, on my, on the show notes. Um, if you want to help out the podcast, uh, there's a couple links on there for the, the Buy Me a Coffee app, as well as the Redbubble site. If you're looking to get some swag from the from the podcast, that sort of thing, I, th- yeah, I think I'm still over the Redbubble site. Uh, I think the only person that's bought anything from there has been me. So um, we'll see how that uh, we'll see how that goes. But I did want to, to give a shout out to uh, James White from here in the United States, who uh, you know helped me out on the uh, buy me a coffee site. So James, I want to thank you very much. I know that you uh, sent me an email today that you were um, getting ready to head off to work at nine o'clock when I started this. So hope you'll enjoy this when you get home from work. Hope you have a great day at work or great evening at work, I should say. Uh, But it's, uh, it's been, it's been a fun week. I did, uh, I did watch all seven of the uh, AFLW games. Uh, this weekend, we had a uh, a four-day weekend here for school. Um, actually, I think it's, well, technically, I guess a five-day weekend because we didn't have, we had a staff day today. And I got some, some of the staff day stuff done that I had to do, but then I spent the rest of the day shoveling snow because we had uh, about 14 inches of snow here last night. And it was still snowing slightly today. And it's supposed to be back again on Thursday, so... <laughs> fro just mentioned that he watched the uh the bulldogs game for this weekend seven times um so have you got every blade of grass memorized by now <laughs> that's that's kind of cool you know it's uh i i'm not sure you're gonna like my my tip for this week though but uh, it's gonna be a uh i think it's gonna be a great game this week that they're that they're playing with uh with melbourne it's gonna be a very close one but yeah the uh the neat thing about the, the live thing here is I, I, I think that we're going to be able to, you know, get some of you on live to, to, to chat as well, to, you know, give some input. If you would like to do that, you know, I'll, I'll, we'll experiment with plugging in the, uh, your email address and doing the invitation to bring you on board with this then. Uh, but, you know, a couple things, things, uh, you know, if you're listening, it'd be fantastic. If you'd, uh, if you'd end up uh, enjoying you know, if you'd end up, uh, Crap, I just lost my train of thought because I was reading a note here. So uh, Liberty Rob just signed on here. And he says, I'm only able to be on for a couple of minutes because my wife is finishing dinner. I'm a big fan of the podcast. They live in Southern California. It's nice to hear another American's opinion. So if you're in Southern California, are you uh, somebody that plays? Do you play with the, uh, the club in San Diego with uh, Mr. Ross? Or are you up there with the Dragons with Rick Shabani? Uh, just curious about that because, uh, you know, I know there's a couple clubs down in that, that part of the country. So we'll see what his, uh, what his thoughts are on that. But yeah, um, you know, if, if you're listening, if you're enjoying the show, uh, too old, not a shape for that. So if you listen to the interview that I had uh, last night with Harper, that's pretty much how I described it. I said, you know what, I'll go watch the game. I'll interview people after the game. I'll cheer, but I'm shaped like the ball, so I'm not going to be playing. I'm way too old. If, if they're considering Gary Ablett at 35 to be ancient, uh, well i'm i'm beyond ancient i'm dust uh being 57 so yeah i appreciate you tuning in there liberty rob i i, I really really do thank you for tuning in uh, make sure you set a plate for me for after you know the podcast done i'll come have dinner with you uh <laughs> so it was another great weekend in the aflw and uh, you know there were a couple games that got switched up in the last minute unfortunately you know because they they had well I guess they had to give in they're, they're, they're doing what they have to do to, to play the nine game season. And hopefully we don't have to worry about this stuff after this year, you know, after COVID is, is dealt with, uh, I saw there was a news conference going on today or a press conference going on with the, uh, the Victorian premier. I didn't read what it was. I didn't read about it yet, but uh, you know, I saw some people mentioning on Twitter that, you know, the lockdowns may be going away, but maybe coming back here very shortly i saw vaccine freezers getting rolled into south australia today as well so you know a uh hopefully the, the corner's getting turned here okay but again if you're listening and you like what you're hearing you know once it's posted you know share a link with your friends and family you know put a link on your social media site it'd be it'd be great it'd be a big help um january i think january is the I'm learning is not not a great month for for footy podcast because people are outside you know in the warmer weather outside doing things and such and not tuning in. But February's picked up quite a bit. But yeah, getting you know getting back into the uh, some of the things that I wanted to get into this this uh, week. You know, a couple uh, big stories there. I did see that the uh, um, AFL had posted that they had a uh, 22.8 million dollar loss for the uh, 2020 COVID season that it cost them 20 you know the 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 league lost 22.8 million dollars doing all the stuff with accommodating the uh the players and the hubs and air travel and that type of thing it just you know and 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 I'm sure also just lost revenue you know the fact that you had you know a, a number of games that that people were not allowed to attend, and that was actually one of the neat things. And we didn't—I know he didn't include in the episode—but Harper likes to ask quizzes. Uh, I asked questions for quizzes in uh the end of each of his episodes, and one of the questions that he asked that didn't make the final cut was, you know, how many rounds were there that uh that there weren't any any fans in the stands? And it turned out there were only like I think like two because you know the they'd handled things pretty well in in West Australia and South Australia and up in in. Uh, in Queensland that they were able to have a few 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 people in the stands. So yeah, that was uh it it's gonna be tough for the league to, to recover from that, but hopefully that big loan that they got last year is gonna allow them to kind of build back their uh their finances here going forward. Um I did put a link to that article in the show notes. So it's uh it's uh I said almost 23 million dollars that they lost. Um, but, you know, nowhere near the, the $500 million that was predicted by some of the industry, you know, as, as according to the article from Yahoo Sports, you know, that some people predicted it would be a half a billion dollars that was lost. Um, you know, they, uh, you know, Eddie McGuire had feared that they would lose close to a billion dollars if the season was canceled. And that may very well have been the case because, you know, you had, uh, you know, if you had no footy being played. If no games were being played, would the would the television networks be obligated to pay their licensing fees to carry the games? You know, would, would Channel Seven and would Fox Footy be required to pay them to to have it? Would those of us who live here in the states that uh, that have you know the uh, the Watch AFL app would we have gotten a refund for that since there were no games for us to watch? Or would they have scrambled and, and been able to put you know the five previous seasons up on the uh, Watch AFL app in order to kind of appease us? You know, and I know the games go back to the full season to go back to twenty seventeen, I believe. You know, would they have had to go back to like twenty twelve or twenty thirteen in order to say, you know what, we're going to go ahead and just leave the uh, the site where it is and not refund any money? But even though there were a lot of things that went wrong you know, it's definitely a, uh, it's definitely a good thing that, you know, that they only lost the $22.8 million. So it, it could have been a lot worse, you know, had they been able to, you know, sh- shut the had they been required to shut the season down completely. You know, as they said, you know, they, they laid off 85% of their employees. I mean, that that's significant. That's huge in terms of, uh, you know, the, the, just, you know, people you know being out of work, you know, because well, one, there was not a reason for them to be there. If there was not, stuff for them to do. Um you know the other the other article that I ran across this week that I thought was really interesting was the the fact that uh that the AFL has argued that they're now going to be putting together a trust fund uh for players who are uh suffering concussions and that's you know that's a uh that's kind of an, a, an interesting, uh, it's kind of a follow-up of what the NFL has done, you know, where the NFL has now identified and acknowledged, if, if you've ever seen the film Concussion, uh, the Will Smith film, uh, where the NFL for many years try, tries to drag its feet and, you know, not acknowledge the fact that uh, that that there were issues, there were health issues with with some of the players like Mike Webster and Dave Duerson. Uh, You know, Mike Webster was a center for the uh, you know, an offensive lineman for the Steelers and just, you know, repeatedly banging his head thousands and thousands and thousands of times into teammates at practice or opponents during games and such. And, uh, you know, Dave Duerson, who was just, you know, hell on wheels as a defensive back with the Bears. If I'm not mistaken, uh, Duerson actually, very similar to what Junior Seau that played with the Chargers did, committed suicide, uh, they both shot themselves in the chest because they wanted to ensure that their, that their brain survived and it, it allowed for it to be analyzed. So, you know, it's, uh, it's good that the AFL is is recognizing this you know this is one of the things that we, we got talking about rule changes and you know where the, the the argument that the AFL was making changes making rule changes just for the sake of making rule changes. Um, but they're setting up a uh, a trust fund that over the course of establishing this fund is supposed to generate two billion dollars in this fund. now this fund they they've said that they're planning on putting aside, 25 million dollars a year for the next 80 years now sounds a little bit like a government program to me uh but you'll have to let me know um if they get that payment in in year 80 okay uh you'll have to you know send me a, a text message and let me know that but you know the the thought process here is to help rec- you know help treat players who have been injured who have you know have undergone you know have had changes in their life because of the impact of concussions. Um, And, you know, I, I think you could argue that that might be the the one thing that that ends up being a, uh, you know, what could be the death knell for for contact sports, further and further down the road, I hope it's not the case. But you know, there's, you know, there's risk in everything. Okay. I I shoveled snow for several hours today around my house there's a risk in me doing that. Okay. There's, there's a risk in me not doing that too. That's my wife not being happy that I didn't shovel the snow, but you know, there's, there's a, uh, there's to, to me, there's something it's, it's important that the, that the, the league is recognizing, you know what, we've got an issue here. We need to deal with it. We're, we're demonstrating to the players You know who, who may then decide to, you know, if they're concerned about the health issues of playing this game, Maybe it's somebody who is a uh, a terrific, you know, cricket and footy player, and maybe they decide to play cricket because they believe that the process or the possibility of injuries are lessened in playing cricket. Maybe different types of injuries, but you know, maybe the you know the type of head injuries that that occur in, in footy might not happen there. So again, if you're uh, if you're interested in hopping on and you want to you know, pop your email in the uh, message board here, I had a couple things that said new messages pop up and then they didn't show up on the bottom of the screen there. So I'm not sure what happened there. I'm scrolling to the bottom, but yeah, if you're interested in, you know, coming on and, and chatting about this and giving your input by all means, you know, pop your email there and let's, uh, you know, let's get you on here if I can make this work properly. So I don't know. You know, I've got, uh, you know, Frode here from stray dog footy is online right now as well. So, I don't know if Frode wants to hop on there and, and uh, give me, you know, give us his insight on this as well. So we'll see if this, uh... and I actually have his email somewhere else that I could I could go find. Uh, there it is. I knew I had it. Okay. I just sent the uh, invite to Frode and we'll see if he pops on here and uh, is able to join us. Not sure if he's online or not, but we'll we'll see there. So yeah, we're uh, you know we're looking at the uh, you know some of the things going on in the news, and I yeah uh, you know, I, I think it's like I said I think it's great great idea that the uh, that the AFL is recognizing this and that they're planning ahead for the inevitability of the uh, the process of of there being you know, long-term injuries with some of these players or long-term effects of some of these players that are, that are possibly getting themselves banged up. So, you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens with that. Now, a couple of other things that I, I, I ran into, and I actually, I sent a note to, to actually both of these authors, but about the same article though, about the same editorial um, on the roar.com, and I put a link to the, uh, to this article as well. I'll have that in the show notes. Um, the, uh, the author, uh, Dem Panopoulos, uh, argued in his editorial that, uh, you know, that, that Frio, that the, the Dockers women's club is, is setting themselves up for something special here, uh, going forward. And he argued, you know, if you have not, uh, had a chance to watch the uh, the Frio Adelaide game from last weekend. You, you owe it to yourself to to find that one, and it it was just mi- it was it was mind boggling, you know, watching a game because yeah, I, I tipped Adelaide. Quite frankly, I'd watched Frio the week before against uh, West Coast, and yes, it, I think it was West Coast the previous week. You know, they played in the rain. It was not uh, it was not great uh, weather for playing, and it was a very low scoring contest. But the Dockers just came out, and I don't know any other way to say it. That, you know, they they kicked Adelaide's butt last week. It was or this weekend. It was just, it was impressive, and the way they play the game is, is different than of the way a lot of clubs play the game. You know, they 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 they've they knocked off uh, GWS by five goals to start out the season. You know, they uh, they struggled against. Ah, uh, West Coast the, the the following week, but then last week against Adelaide, it was it was amazing uh, to watch them. And what was unique, and I and I I actually went and dug into the stats a little bit, and I, you know because I read the the final stat, but there you know you have to actually do the math to get to the the data that uh, that Mr. Panopoulos was talking about in his editorial. Talked about how the Dockers were a club that uh, that just, you know, when they got, they got control of the ball, they were trying to put the ball up the field. They were trying to go on the offense with the ball as quickly as possible. And they, he demonstrated that by, by showing the stat that the, the kick to handball ratio that they have, you know, the lowest in the league, uh, is Carlton which uh, Carlton has a a 1.1 1.1 kicks to every one handball. So it's almost even. It's almost a 50-50 split. West Coast has a a a, a split of 2.52 kicks per handball. And th- I mean that's just that is amazing. So, you know, there for every you know, for every five kicks, there's two handballs, or for every two kicks, there's, or for every two handballs, there's five kicks. And looking back at that game, and I didn't watch it seven times, I may go back and look at it again simply because of having read this, you know, they, he argued that, you know, that Frio turns around and just goes on the attack as soon as they get the ball. And maybe maybe they're successful, They 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 get the ball inside the 50, you know, they're able to try to get a shot on goal, maybe they get a mark inside there, and they're able to go and try to score. Maybe it gets intercepted and turns around and comes back out. They get it back again. They're going back in again. You know, it's a very aggressive way of playing the game. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's kind of neat. Hello there, Art. Welcome on board there. Uh, I just wanted to go ahead and mention that uh, if you are, if you're interested, and I see that Frode hopped back on as well. Frode, I did send you a, uh, link to your email address if you wanted to to come on and chat art if you'd like to do so as well uh if you want to you know pop your email address down there in the text text box down there i can send you an invite if you want to come on and chat as well so we can we can hear from you so this could be a uh, more than just a one-sided conversation here but uh yeah as i was saying you know it, it it was fascinating seeing you know that the uh you know, the Dockers are just, you know, just bombing the ball in there and they may not be successful all the time when they, you know, they, they kick the ball forward. It's going to get intercepted and the other club's going to go on the attack. They're going to get it back from them. And then they're going to go back on the attack again. But what was, it? what was really interesting was that, uh, okay. And that message disappeared. It looks like, um, It reminded me of something, and it was a. Uh, it was interesting because it reminded me of a. Uh, there's a high school football team, and I believe they're in the state of Arkansas. And a couple of you are here in the states. And Fred, I know you said you had played football when you were in when you were in grammar school and high school, uh, but this high school in Arkansas, I believe, they never punt the ball, ever. Does not matter? where they are on the field. It could be a fourth and ten at the five yard line. And they're, you know, they're they're 95 yards away from a touchdown. They're they're five yards away from giving the ball back to their opponents at uh in prime real estate position there. They never punt. They always go for it. And they always onside kick. They never kick the ball deep. They try to recover the ball in midfield and go back in and score again. And they've been very successful because I guess the coach has done the 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 math work on this and has has come to the conclusion that the odds are in his favor doing this. That more often than not he's going to have success. You know, being able to move the ball, and he has enough confidence in his defense to stop the opposite the opponents from you know kicking the ball deep as well. So it's a. Uh, it's kind of a fascinating look at it. Like I said, I'm going to post the uh, the link in the in the show notes. Um, Like I said, I'll, I'll post a note the, the the link to this article along with the rest of them in the show notes. But it, it just was it was mind boggling. You know, the next closest club had a, had a ratio of 2.06 to one, and that was West Coast. And West Coast hasn't had a whole lot of success this year, but in many ways they're they're trying to they're trying to do the same kind of thing that uh, that fremantle is doing so i don't know if there's something in the water in uh i don't know if there's something in the water with regards to the uh you know to to being out there in perth it's allowing this sort of thing to happen but it just was an interesting stat and and i you know i hadn't really you know that's one of the things that i'm, I'm still you know looking at and learning about as i'm going forward in this game i understand what the stats are you know, I understand where to find them, but I've never I've never really combed over them as closely as you know as I want to yet. Now one of the sites, and I think it's on the actual AFL website. Uh, they do put the stats on there where they talk about yeah, how a player is uh, you know elite or average or below average or you know Brownlow candidate, whatever whatever terminology they use to uh, to try to uh, convey, how well that player is playing so hey looks like we've got looks like we've got uh frode getting ready to join us here so let's see how this works are you there sir can you hear me now i can hear you fantastic all right cool all right, it took a bit to figure this all out but i
1: think we got
0: no <laughs> well, i'm 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 glad that that's working but yeah, i did you get a chance to? Yeah, you know, while you were coming back online, I was I was talking about the the Frio and Adelaide game, and how, you know how Frio just they, they just basically kicked Adelaide's butt. I mean, it, and I didn't tip that to happen, but uh, you know the, the yeah, article it was that a I
1: surprise, but...
0: yeah, you know, the article that they that I'd read you know it mentioned that the uh, you know that they had you know two and a half kicks for every handball, which was just yeah. you know, was was mind boggling. And you know, there was only one other team that was over two. So, you know, it was just it was yeah. just kind of an interesting interesting stat there.
1: Yeah, I guess uh, that's you're gonna have to be prepared for that when you play them. You know, they're a little bit unique yeah. that way. So
0: Yeah, I, I think so. And they're uh and they're who did they got this week? I've got it written down here right in front of me. Yeah, they've got Gold Coast this week. I, I don't think that's gonna be a very pretty game. Uh, I think, I think that's good. I think that my, I actually, I've already got my tips written down there. I, I think that that's actually going to be the, the wide I think that's actually the widest margin that I tipped for this week. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it, I was just, I was saying that it's been interesting to to, to look at and to dig more deeply into the stats, you know, cause I, I've not, I mean, I used to be a, a you know, a you know, baseball nut in terms of stats and that type of thing. Um, Let's see, you get this other message down here at the bottom to to click on. I've got a. Okay, it's there. Why is it not clicking for me here? Come on now.
1: Huh? Bear with Bear with us technical difficulties.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's yeah exactly. I've got you know, got the message bar down there. It says new message, and there it is, and it it just went away. Huh? I don't know what happened there, but uh, it's been it's been and I, and I've mentioned this in, you know, last week and I mentioned it in the discussion I had yesterday with Harper. And I, and I, and I, I posted it on, I think on Twitter as why I said, if you're not, if you're not watching the women's game right now, if you're one of those people that, you know, is sitting at home and, you know, footies to be played by men and, you know, and they're to be, you know, to be tough and they're going to bleed, bleed and bleed all over each other. And that's what, sort of and, and okay, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. And, and, it can be both you know there you know there have been some you know i I've seen some some pretty significant suplexes that have taken place you know during the women's games this year, or you know the you know the if you will, you know where yeah. I, somebody's getting listed up and just
1: yeah, probably the ugliest injury I've ever seen uh, was in the this week's bulldogs game, uh, if you saw Ashley guests. Uh, eye injury, but uh, oh yeah, it was yeah, horrific. Yeah, and, well, and, uh, and you know, I saw so the picture the these, day. After. These girls are going at it for sure, it's hard. Yeah, you know, and the game has just improved so much that uh, you know, you don't like it, fine, but uh, I give it a chance. If you just saw it a few years ago, give it a chance because it's improved so much and it's getting better all the time, and it's very exciting.
0: Absolutely, <clears throat> had to throw a little cl- little clapping in there for you uh no, thank you. <laughs> i these i i i agree with that so okay gonna shut off now okay there we go um uh, i i'm filling around with some of the new gadgets that are on here but yeah I, I i've been so impressed by it and you know and i'm hoping that they're you know that in the coming years that they're able to you know expand the season you know even, you know, even if it means that they're you know, that, the, that the women's game is being played at you know, at a different ground, because I know there's one game being played at Marvel this weekend or scheduled to be played at Marvel this weekend, but with no fans in the stands. But as far as I know, unless that's changing between now and this weekend. And I don't, I don't know if it is or not, but. Uh, yeah, I, uh, was, I think it was the. The the Collingwood and uh, North Melbourne game that's being played at. Uh, at uh, Marvel Stadium this weekend. OK, yeah, I think they're at Marvel. Um, let me look here. I've got it up on the other screen here. Well, oh, that's, uh, I'm, I'm operating with two screens here right now. So I'm, I've got one machine, I've got one machine plugged into my, uh, Chromecast. So I have my other screen up on the, uh, yeah, they're playing it, uh, at Marvel on, uh, set or well, Sunday morning, our time at 310. I probably won't be up for that one, but I'll watch it in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's been, uh, it has been a, uh, it's been impressive. But what has been really interesting about it though, and this, this actually leads me into um, another article that I'd that I linked to here. And this was from uh, uh, Nick Negropontis that he just put out, it was on SEN, where he was, he was making the argument that, that the league probably has, you know, the AFLW has probably hit a wall as far as talent goes right now that they need to look at uh, maybe putting a, uh, you know, there was you know, cause I believe if I'm not mistaken, there was, you know, this is the year they were supposed to bring the other four clubs in if I'm not mistaken.
1: Um, yeah. Wasn't this who, COVID put that on the back burner, but uh,
0: yeah, but yeah, but you know, I think this, you know, this, this was the year that, you know, Port and Hawthorne and Essendon and city were possibly going to be joining the AFLW, but I, uh, you know, he, he was, uh, he was arguing in the article and, and it, it makes sense you know, that they've, you know, that they've grown so quickly and, you know, you've got, you know, you've got the teams at the bottom end of the of the bottom end of the ladder right now, you know, you've got, you know, Geelong and and West coast and and uh, gold coast Well, not gold coast isn't quite down there, but I guess they are in a way. Um, yeah, they are. They are second for the bottom there, you know, in Richmond, you know, they're all, they're all Oh, and three, and you know combined combined their percentage would be 80 135 136 combined percentage
1: mm.
0: you know extremely low percentage you know they're just not they're not you know I love watching the cats play you know they're getting better each each week going out there but they don't have anybody to to threaten the defense right now they There's- they really
1: there's definitely a, a discrepancy right now as far as the top and the bottom for sure. Um, yeah, I just don't you know you know personally uh, you know uh, the bulldogs were, were the premiers in 2018 and then the expansion happened, and I would say you know half of our stars you know went to other teams and we're it's been a long road you know uh, having those picks that we got for that pay dividends and it's starting to now but it's mm-hmm. it's 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 a rough it's a rough thing that when expansion you know just takes all your players yeah um and but the pool is getting bigger all the time as well right so, right so you know i wouldn't hold off too long but uh you know I, I could see a little bit of what he's saying but you know i would love for every every club to have have a have its own women's team
0: yeah it would uh, yeah i i would too and you know it's uh I think it's gonna happen, but you know, he made he made a compelling argument in, in this article that, you know, that maybe you just need to let you know, take a pause for another year or two and let, you know, cause if I'm not mistaken, he was talking about how Sydney and Hawthorne and Essendon all have like academies going right now for their clubs, you know, with it with the with the women's club to try to to grow the game and help these young ladies learn the game and, and get them to the point where they're uh where they're going to be ready to you know compete at the higher level here pretty soon, but they're not at that point yet.
1: Yeah. I, I will and, say that the the, the, the uh, draftees coming in now are, seem to be at a much higher level than what they were just a couple of years ago. You know, even, right, right. Even you know they're this having something to work towards. You know, the, we've said it many times that you know these young ladies they they you know they have a career vested in footy, not. Coming from another sport, so their yeah. skills and and the, the way they're picking things up, from what I can see, is is, is definitely improving year to year.
0: Yeah, I, and I agree with you. And I, you really watched that game seven times? Um, I watched
1: it live, <gasps> and then uh, again the next day, and then I showed it to some guys at work. Okay, and, well, uh, there you go. Probably, uh, I don't watch it again today. I once
0: or yeah. twice more in there, so seven might be a bit much, but close. Are you getting, are you getting some uh, additional? And I'm sure this has already been happening. You know, as you know, as much as you've been a fan, have you got, you know, have you got people where you work that have begun um, showing interest as well? Have you got some actual footy fans at work? Absolutely.
1: I have a, a couple of buddies who've become uh, sideline members of the Bulldogs. And also, um, and they follow it probably not as much as closely as I do, but they often ask me questions and, and there's a couple of new guys that uh, are picking it up a little bit and they, they seem to enjoy it quite a bit, you know? Um, so yeah, they, we watched, uh, actually round two and three
0: at work the oh. other day. So it was yeah. a slow day. So it worked out well. well. That's yeah, that's, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah. That's yeah. Do you just, uh. You just have like a Chromecast that you run it through like a computer, then and. Uh, yeah, I just have my little iPad.
1: Yeah, I got watch yeah. the watch AFL app there, and uh, good deal. They call it a dongle, and you hook that yeah. up, and there you yep. go. Yep. Uh, here at home, I actually, um, I bought a, a cheap little a tablet, just to uh, to to cast <laughs> uh, the Watch AFL onto my TVs here at home. So. Yeah,
0: that's mm-hmm. I've been. Uh, you know, I'm at the point right now where we uh, we have a. Uh, they got us a uh, Chromebooks a couple years ago for school you know we use predominantly Macbooks still but the kids are using Chromebooks so they gave they they got one for us as well so we can you know we can kind of look at the apps that they have and and construct assignments uh you know that we know we're going to work on their equipment you know even though you know the, the Macbooks are still much more powerful in terms of what we need them to be able to do as teachers you know so i have i have one of the dongles i've actually that's what i got plugged in right now i picked up one of the dongles for the uh for the chromebook that i have plugged into an hdmi and i've got you know i have my computer screen up on my i don't know how big the television is it's not a huge one it's like a 40 inch one it's not it's not one of those big massive wall-sized ones or anything like that Mm. um but uh yeah and it's yeah makes it a little easier to read the read the the computer screen in front of me then so (laughs) that's uh after i've been sitting you know after shoveling snow all day today and uh yeah, getting a. I don't know why these new messages are not coming through. I have one that's there. It says there's a new one, but it's not. It's not reloading or reactivating there for me. Now it's gone. I don't know what's happening there with that. So that's mm-hmm. that's a little frustrating. But yes, yeah, so I. It's I, a learning process. I. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, it's. Uh, normally, I, I just scroll to the bottom, and then the new message shows up. And they've not been. They've not even been doing that. It's like the. I can scroll to the top, and scrolling back to the bottom isn't working. So. I'm not sure what's happening with that there. Yeah, so I think that, you know, they're probably going to end up having to wait a year or two, you know, unless they, you know, you know, they're able to bring in, you know, finding, you know, another, you know, handful of Danny Marshalls here from the U.S. But, you know, again, it's, you know, the situation there, though, is that, you know, it's a part-time job. It's not it's not something right. that's necessarily paying a livable wage to you know to go live on the other side of the planet. Right. You know, so that you know so they have you know the, the I think and I'm I'm assuming that the uh that the, the, the clubs are you know are helping you know with you know because what there are eighteen eighteen young ladies from Ireland that are playing this year in the comp. I think it's eighteen.
1: Well, that, uh, yeah.
0: Yeah you know, are, are they helping to find them employment here or are they, yeah. you know, are they giving them a, uh, you know, a, a stipend, you know, paying for their housing and that sort of thing, you know, and, and yeah, you know. probably
1: hold whole of a set of visas and involved with that too. You know? Yeah.
0: So. Well, that's, that's a good point too. Well, you know, Rick was, you know, Rick was able to go work there as well. So I, you know, you know, a couple of years ago, so I'm, I'm sure they've got, you know, that the, the different clubs have people that are working in their front offices who are experts on that sort of thing, who know how to, you know, grease the wheels or cut through the red tape. I guess cutting through the red tape is better than greasing the wheels because that sounds like bribery. Uh, so I, I don't know if they grease the wheels there, you know, if they grease the wheels there or not, but I, I imagine it probably does happen though. Uh, so,
1: well, you know, it wasn't all that long ago that the the men were fully paid either, you know. Um, they, again, going back to the Bulldogs, they used to be called the Bone Mill Fellows because back in the day they all worked over at the, uh, at, the at the slaughterhouse where they would grind up the the bones <laughs> for industrial use. So you know the team would yummy you, you yummy can go over and play footy Yeah, you know. So, uh, but um, you know that that was a long time ago. But even just just a few decades ago, uh, I don't believe there was a whole lot of except for a few stars. They would, that was their sole income. You know, so. Right. Yeah. Well, that, that used to be the way, you know, too.
0: Yeah. I mean, that was the way, you know, with the NFL, the NBA, major league baseball, you know, you players had, you know, winter jobs or summer jobs. They had other things that they were doing. Right. So it wasn't, it wasn't always a, you know, nowadays it's, you know, you've got, you know, some players that are, you know, getting paid a, you know, a, a lifetime of salary, you know, for a, 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 common person. And I'm not begrudging them at all on that. If they, you know, if, you know, if, if somebody can, you know, you know, if uh, Trevor Bauer can get uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers to pay him, I think, what was it? $40 million this year, $40 million to play base, to, to throw baseball in hopefully 40 starts. So basically a million dollars a start, probably a That's, little more than that. Cause I don't think yeah. he'll start 40 games. You know, it's, you know, if you could get somebody to do that for you, more power to you. You know, it's uh, but but I, you know, that and that gets to the you know, That's a whole different thing with the salary cap with baseball. You know, that there needs, you know, because right now, you know, he's getting paid more than the team he played for two years ago, than their entire team, <laughs> <laughs> which is just you know, yeah. it's crazy. It's it's yeah, yeah, and that's and that's one of the other reasons why I'm moving every day a little bit closer to being just a footy fan because you know the uh the, the huge disparity in uh in finances in baseball you know that's one of the things i can, you know can handle about the nfl everybody is getting you know every team can pay the same amount of money you know green bay who has a 100, 130,000 people in their city gets to pay the same amount of money for their team as the new york giants you know they you right. know, they're, they can't they can't pay a nickel more in new york than 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 the, than the packers can so to me, that the whole well, like, level playing field is.
1: Well, like you Go pointed ahead. out on your uh, on your uh, podcast, uh, a really insightful episode on how the NBA helped the AFL or I guess it was VFL at that time uh, yeah. set up their pay structure and their salary caps and everything, uh, because before right. then it was very much you know uh, you know some teams had money, some teams you know had to sell their players to survive. So yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. You know, or I should say clubs, not teams, because you know it's a, the club culture is so strong. And but right, it, yeah, there's no, there's not a rich guy cutting checks. There's the, there's the, the members and, and and the reality of the situation. You know, so now it's these days, it's it's much more, uh, you know, a level level playing field. But um, you know. With uh, you know, people were you know I don't, I don't remember the exact number, but people were saying you know how Buddy was getting with ten million million dollars for seven years was an outrageous amount, you know. But you know when you look at other numbers, you know especially over here, that it's not, you know. So
0: um, yeah, you know you you, know, you look at the yeah you know, the 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 worst player on, you know, the, the worst player, the rookie, the the most God awful player on the baseball team, the rookie minimum, I believe now in major league baseball, around $450,000. Yeah. That's,
1: that's, that. that
0: you know, I'm just going to go on record.
1: Midfielder with... Yeah, NFL, exactly. You know, so, yeah, you know I,
0: yeah. I'm, so, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for $450,000. Yeah. I think I would be okay with, uh, you know, you know, four, four, times, four times a game or four times a day for 162 days, you know, number of at-bats, number of games. I'd be okay with you just coming out with a ball-peen hammer and pounding me on the foot with it. Just come hit me on the foot with it. You know, I don't even need to play. You know, just, I'd be content with doing that. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, it, it's kind of, it's just crazy money. And, and it's, you know, it's, uh, but again, I don't begrudge that. If, if the TV contracts are going to pay that amount of money to, to, to clubs to, to broadcast their games which don't get me started on that because, you know, the the streaming services right now are not carrying a lot of the, you know, major league baseball, NBA basketball, because uh, one of the companies Sinclair has decided to not, uh, you know, they've not been uh, be able to work out a deal with uh, like Hulu live and with YouTube TV. Uh, so, you know, even if I want to watch an Indians game this year, I don't have access to it unless I go back to my, my cable channel or my cables Company here in town, which I will not do. Uh, I like the idea of being able to say, "Yep, I want to go ahead and have this channel this month." And if I want to cancel that, I can go ahead and get rid of this. I can go to something else. I'm not locked into anything. It's been uh, it's been wonderful as far as that goes. Yeah, I, I have more stuff yeah, to, I mean, watch man, to watch
1: on television. Watch uh, the watch AFL app is is pretty much my life. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, I well, that's... leave it on twenty four seven,
0: just playing in the background. You know. It's, yeah, yeah. So telling uh harper when i was talking to him last night that uh you know one of the things that i you know one of the channels that i tend to watch more than anything you know and my wife was a little reluctant to make the move to streaming a few years ago uh but we 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 got it figured out and she's she's very happy with it now she's got everything that, that she wants to have on there and a lot of other things as well um but you know so we have you know we have the YouTube TV, but then we also have the one, one that's called Philo because it has two or three that were must-have channels for her. Those were deal breakers if we didn't have those, which I think were I think uh, lifetime and bravo, that type of stuff. And if we didn't have those, we weren't gonna change we weren't gonna get rid of streaming or we weren't gonna go to streaming a couple of years ago. So we you know we bit the bullet on that. But the one I watched the most is the that acorn TV, which has you know it's all british australian new zealand uh tv shows uh it's been you know so i've kind of immersed myself in you know watching uh uh jack irish which is a a guy pierce tv series and uh uh mystery road which is a uh it's kind of like uh the the what the what's the matthew mcconaughey show that was on hbo a couple years ago was it true detective yeah true detective Um yeah okay. <laughs> it's 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 a lot like that it's it's a really gritty um cop you know cop show but it's set up in the the northern part of west Australia where you know where the vast majority of the cast is uh is aboriginal and it's just and it's just is is it's just interesting to to see the 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 culture because they they just embrace the culture in the uh in this series it's just it's really neat to see because it it's something that you know that i'm i'm never going to experience or see here I, know, would, so. I would
1: definitely uh, have to check that out that sounds fascinating yeah. i've been it's, l- listening to some some Austro- australian histories podcasts lately and just yeah to pick up a little bit here and there just to get more immersed in the culture as well and oh, I'll, that, I'll, that sounds like a lot of fun Yeah, i'll send you a
0: couple i'll send you a couple of links because there's a couple that i've been listening to that are that are kind of interesting yeah. um but yeah, the, the, the acorn myself it, recently yeah the acorn is i think if you if you pay for the year it's it's like uh $4.99, 499 a month for the year but if you do it by month it's 599 a month so and it's got uh it's got hundreds and hundreds of different shows on there and they update all the time they've got a bunch of their own original shows on there you know it's in and they have a few they have a few uh programs that, that are coming out of like sweden and uh denmark and i th- i'm not sure if there are any norwegian shows on there um but uh i know there's i know there's at least one swedish show on there Oh, definitely um, check it
1: out
0: yeah but it, it it is fun but so have you uh you know let's 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 run through the tips for this week and uh and and see who's uh tipping what we'll kind of go you want to go through every other game here and yeah, I'll take one. You take one. Uh, Sure. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I, ha- I have mine all written down here, but I, you know, and I, you know, I've got, you know, I, I'm, I have to, I have to tip against the cats. You know, they're, they're playing St. Kilda and like I said, they're, they're uh, they're not, uh, until they can score more points, which is, you know, yeah, of course that's the, no. the case. They, they've got to,
1: the cats. I don't. I don't know if I would tip them. But the Cats might. This might be their week. I don't know. But I'm not. I don't think I'm
0: ready. Yeah, to I hope tip them. you're. I hope you're right. But I. I just. I don't think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna be able to score enough points. Um. You know, St Kilda's been. You know, been able to put some points on the board. We'll. We'll. We'll see what happens. But I. I, I actually tipped. Uh. I tipped them by I think. Uh, what five points? Six points? Something like that. Carlton and Richmond. Yeah. I. Richmond did some good things last week. They did some things all right last week, but, you know, are still, they're still scuffling as well, but, you know, so I think Carlton's going to win that one by, you know, get like a goal and a half. Uh,
1: I, don't I would have to have to agree. I mean, Richmond's surely going to get there sooner rather than later, I think, but Carlton sort of started to put their pieces together too. Yeah. So I think yeah would go with Carlton as well.
0: Yep. Um art if you're still on there sir by all means chime in if you've got any uh any input on this I'd love to you know get your thoughts on here so feel free to hop on there um Fremantle and Gold Coast this is uh this this to me this is the Harlem Globetrotters and the Washington Generals right here uh <laughs> this is the Generals or... have won once or twice
1: haven't they in in the in the the span
0: of the, of the series, but I don't think Uh, it's happening this week. I don't yeah, I think for, I, I put on there, I said, I said 20 points, but I think that, uh, I think that, uh, it could be higher than that. I mean, they just were, they were, they were scary the other day. I mean, they just, they were, they were hitting hard. You know, they, you know, and and you mentioned the young lady from the Bulldogs that with the that the the uh, the eye injury. Did you did you see her post on Instagram the next day? Yeah. After, after they I drained it, <laughs> that was feeling cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. that was that was that was ugly afterwards. Yeah. Now what? Yeah, I you know, mean,
1: even even my coworkers, we're, were used to seeing quite a bit of trauma. We yeah. all kind of wanted. To, ooh, <laughs> we saw that. So uh, yeah, yeah, I bet.
0: Yeah, and I saw you guys got you guys got an award recently too. You're you're yeah, gonna have yeah. to, you're gonna talk about that and you know when you when you get out there again to do that. But uh the Ruse and Collingwood. Should be a good game. That should be a good one, yeah. It should be. Yeah. You know, you know, Collingwood is uh, you know, they've they've had two games that were not terribly tough the last couple of weeks. Um, yeah, they've not they've not had a terribly uh challenging fixture. I mean, they played, uh, well, they played the cats and then they played, uh, what was it last week? They, well, they played Richmond, but you know, Richmond played a decent second half. I mean, it was only a 17 point difference. Mm. Um, you know, it's, uh, you know, they played a, you know, they played Carlton round one. If I'm, if I remember correctly. Yeah. They beat Carlton round one. Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I think it's gonna be a good game. I, I do think that, uh, I do think that that North is going to bounce back because I, I didn't think I didn't think they were going to win the uh, I didn't think that the D's were going to knock them off last week. I mean that yeah. was an impressive game also. So it's uh, I think that I think that the uh, that North is probably going to is going to take that one. Now I did see that their uh, their ruck was banged up uh i i saw her i hmm. saw her name uh number 60 i can't think of her name right now but uh that she was that she showed up on an injury list uh today i saw somewhere that that was the case and then uh sharni it's what larder she got married this summer i guess it's not late anymore because she didn't play last week either right yeah
1: yeah i didn't know that but uh i don't know The north still okay. has a lot of firepower yeah so
0: well i have to pause here for just a second because uh because we ha- we have somebody that just joined us here and uh this is the uh this is uh one of the 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 bigwigs in the USAFL um from the uh the RVA Lions and uh welcome mr green to the uh the podcast there sir if you'd want to come on and chat if you could uh, drop your email address in the uh, message box there, I can send you a uh, a quick link if you'd want to come on there, sir. We've just been going over our tips for this week in the AFLW because we've been we've been going through some things here for the last uh, forty five minutes or so. But thrilled to have you on there. But yeah, we're uh, yeah so North and Collingwood, thinks gonna be a good game. Um, Brisbane and Adelaide. You know, it's going to be, I think, another good one as well. You know, you've got to
1: go against Aaron Phillips ever, but, uh, yeah, the lions are, you know, they're, they seem like they got their act together.
0: So, yeah. And you know what though, you go back, you know, I wasn't it's going to come up here in just a minute. I was impressed by West coast in that first quarter that game, because they, they came out firing and, uh, as the people that were announcing the game said it's it seemed as though they kind of just ran out of gas it was it's like it was a uh it's like they were a uh a 100 yard sprinter that got that got uh entered into the 1600 meter run and they got out to that big lead real quickly and just could just couldn't maintain it so it's uh it was a uh, it was impressive what Brisbane did in the second half of that game. And I, you know, I'm looking at them now as, you know, you've got seven teams, maybe eight teams right now that, that could possibly win the premiership. Yes. You know, so I think this is a really, really, by the time it's going to be all said, nothing, it's gonna be a very tightly, tightly packed um, list, you know, or a ladder, I should say. Let me see if I can get the message to show up here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we got the, the the got the uh the the flexing emoji with the lion head and the smiley face. I think it's a smiley face there. Yep. With yep from uh from the lions there in Virginia. Absolutely. I I think Brisbane's gonna be, you know, one of those teams to beat. Yeah, you know, that you know, we have to be honest though, it's been uh it's a little disappointing. You know, they they did lose 255 points off of their percentage last week. I mean, you know, what, what kind of team can, what kind of team does that? They dropped 250. Of course, they're still at 502, which is just, it's just mind boggling. I mean, you know, what was it last week? that I, I think I actually said that on the episode last week that, you know, they were, uh, their percentage was 757. I said their, their percentage was the aircraft that they were going to fly to their next game on. <laughs> just, yeah. That's just, just, that's just mind boggling. And that, and that kind of reinforces what we were saying earlier. Uh, you know, about the fact that, you know, that the, the difference between the haves and the have-nots right now is so wide, is so varied that maybe that pause button needs to be, needs to be hit in order to allow some of those younger players to, to bubble up and be able to contribute. So, you yeah, know, we'll see what happens with that then. Um, yeah. but yeah, so you, you, are you, uh, you're, you're saying you don't think you can, uh, that you can you don't think you can pick against Aaron Phillips. Or are you gonna go with Brisbane on that one?
1: Um I say I it's hard for me to go against Aaron. You know she's yeah.
0: just just you know superhuman. <laughs> and this is uh, and, and this one's being this one's being played this was being played in Adelaide if I'm not mistaken. That Hickey Hickey Park is in Adelaide, is it not? I can um, see. It. Or no, you know what? I think that one's actually in Brisbane. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it,
1: looks, it. It looks like it's in Brisbane here. Yeah, Hickey,
0: yeah, Hickey Park, I think, yeah. is in Brisbane. Okay, I'm still learning the names of the smaller. You know, they're they're playing one at they're playing one at Marvel this week, so that that helps me out a lot. You know, yeah. knowing that uh, you know that that uh, that there's a game being played. You know, at a stadium that I'm i I know where that one is. I can even find that one on a map. The other ones not so much. Right. The other ones not, I'm still learning about those. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with the Lions.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Now I'm gonna. I'm going to go to the last game and then I'm going to come back to one. Okay. Okay. GWS and West coast, GWS, GWS and West coast are playing this weekend.
1: Yeah. And, Hmm. and
0: you know, it's actually kind of hard for me to pick this one. Actually. I, 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 went ahead. I tipped West coast in this one. I, I, I said, you know what, if they could figure out how to extend what they did in the first quarter against Brisbane, over two or even three quarters, I think they could win it because, you know, GWS has only scored 61 points in three games. They're not exactly lighting up the scoreboard.
1: Yeah I, th- yeah. I think I would have to agree with you. Um, I, th- I think West Coast will pull it out, but yeah. again, it is a uh, Giants home game. So,
0: yeah, um, but
1: I'll probably have to uh, tip the, the Eagles on that one.
0: Yeah, I, I I went I went with the Eagles on this one as well. So I yeah I I think it's going to be, I guess you know it's going to be a, a, a fun game to watch. I mean, yeah you know, I don't think there's a real clunker this week, other than you know, are you could argue the uh, you know, the Geelong game, which is you know it's going to be close because St Kilda's not exactly lighting up either. But then you know Fremantle and 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 Gold Coast is going to be, I think it's going to be ugly. You know I think Fremantle can win that one by you know, four, four, maybe five goals. But
1: yeah, well, that gets us... You know, any, any given Sunday or whatever day it is. but Exactly.
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. That brings us to the second to last game of the weekend, which I, I'm listing here as the last game of the weekend. And that is your Western Bulldogs and the Melbourne Demons. So... Yeah,
1: I think all... the Demons are probably going to be a... Uh, one of the harder teams to to deal with this year. Um, But um, I I can't ever tip against my doggies, but I'm going to tip that it being a home at Witten Oval and uh, just the way that uh, Berkey has conditioned them with all the running they've been doing since long before the season started. Uh, I'm looking for another late fourth uh, quarter surge. So I think the
0: doggies can, can, can definitely win at home here. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. I, I I said that I, I, the first thing I wrote down here, I said, if there's ever a game that I wanted a tip to be a draw, this would be it. (laughs) Cause I, 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 I typed that in my show notes here. That's what I I jotted that down here. My, in my notes for tonight, you know, I said, I think it's a great matchup. I, I actually, I, I tipped Melbourne by four and I said, but then I said, you know, I won't be shocked if it goes the other way. I, I I think this one's a really close game and, uh, you know, it, it should be
1: it definitely yeah. should be um and it's you never you never know what's going to happen on any given day who shows up or you know what you know this flu bug runs through the team or whatever who knows but
0: well let's um, let's hope it's only the flu bug. flu bug yeah
1: exactly yeah. These days, who knows?
0: But, let's let's um, let's not talk about bugs and viruses and, and, and that sort of thing you know some, you know, I don't, I don't,
1: I don't, does anybody get the, the the regular cold and
0: flu anymore? Everybody's so careful. I, I myself, I, I haven't
1: been sick in a year, and usually I get well, you know get a cold every three four months. I
0: had I had several people that that uh, that work in my hallway where I teach that uh, that that were out for one for some reason over the last several months since the since the school year began. There, I'm I'm skirting the issue very well there. Mm -hmm. and i and i joked uh i joked with people because they were all out at the same time and i joked with people and i said i bet you didn't have me in the last man standing pool (laughs) i said i said i know that you weren't you were thinking nah he's the first one to go he's gonna he's gonna be out and here i am i haven't taken i haven't taken a sick day in oh gosh three years I don't, I don't. Yeah. Well, we, uh, you know, we get, uh, we get two and a half sick days assigned to us every, every month. So I have, I have the maximum that I'm allowed to have. I I get to carry 250 of them. So Mm -hmm. at this point, at this point in time right now, I get, I get two and a half new sick days and they take two and a half sick days away from me. So my, you know, mine kind of just stays Balance here, and, I, and I've, I've kind of joked. I said, "You know what? I've been doing this for 27 years now. I might end up having to start use these sick days here pretty soon." So, you know, I'm, got, I'm glad I have them. I, I was able to donate a week's worth to one of my coworkers who had who had some things going on where they had used up all of their sick days. So I was glad to be able to help them out with that. They allowed us to do that sort of thing to donate our sick days to somebody else. So, and because I, I figured, you know what, I was going to lose them. So, right. yeah. So you know, I think this is going to be another great week of games. You know, I I think you know there are four or five really close contests here that uh, that could go could go either way. You know,
1: and uh, I mean, if you notice a lot of them are actually at rather convenient viewing times for us Americans, too. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. You've know, got what uh, um, the. Well, the cats at, games,
1: nine o'clock yeah, le- game
0: even. Yeah. yeah. And not, you know, it was two 11 o'clock games. Is a not, you know, the, yeah, the Brisbane, you know, Brisbane and Adelaide game is at nine, 10 PM. And, and yeah. if you're listening to this here in the States and you're not watching this game, well, first of all, I'm thrilled that you discovered the podcast because you're obviously new to, to the game. Uh, if you're, if you're just discovering, you know, the, the podcast now, or you're discovering footy now, uh, we're talking about the women's uh, competition. You know, the men's games begin here in a uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, but at this point in time, the AFLW website is actually carrying the the video of the games live, so you can actually log right onto the website and watch the games live. And actually, after the fact, then they've been posting the. Uh, the game's replays by actually by quarter. So if you wanted to go back in and just watch us you know the third quarter of the, the Brisbane Adelaide game after this weekend, you could do that. So you know.
1: Is that the women's footy website or
0: yeah well it's if you go on the 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 regular AFL site, uh it, yeah and yeah they have it's just like women's dot I think it's what women's dot afl I think. But if you go on if you go on the AFL.com.au site and it has the logos for all the clubs on there on the far right hand side it has the women's logo on there you click on there uh and it'll it'll open up for you and you go into the matches and you can go in and watch all the games you know, like right now i'm looking at uh you know right now they've got you know i'm looking at the Brisbane and West Coast game from last what sunday or last monday and it's got you know it's got the watch replay button on there so you know and i i made this you know suggestion to you know several of my friends you know here in ohio that you know I've been trying to convince to watch the game. I've sent them links to the, to the replays. I said, you know, I know you're not going to want to stay up till you know, one o'clock in the morning or three o'clock in the morning, to watch, you know, a game that, that is completely new to you. I said, but you know, here's where you can watch the replays If you know, there's, there's no football on, you know, if you're not a college basketball fan, I don't watch college basketball. You know, I don't know what, you know, what other activities you might be watching at this point in time, but you know, here's something that's really competitive and, you know, it's been it's been something it's, it's gone really well so I think that uh, that the yeah uh, you know, that that more and more people should know that that's out there for them to check out for free so it's kind of cool that they're doing that right now because I think it's going to help it's going to help to to market the product and like I said you know there are you know I think there are a lot of footy purists who are you know just you know dead set against you know women playing the game and I think if they you know now if they actually sat down and watched, you know, even a replay of one of these competitive games, you know, one of these, you know, these games that, you know, was, a, I think it was a 60 to 51 matchup not that long ago. But yeah. Uh, Melbourne and oh, no, North last week. That was a hell of a game. Now that It was a great contest, you know, regardless of the names of the players, you know, whether it was, you know, you know, Isabel or Steve playing the game it was a hell of a game.
1: All right. All right. I mean, I would argue that, you know, footy purists probably hate a lot of what's going on in the men's game these days, too.
0: So. Well, that's true, too, yes. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's, so, that's true.
1: But uh, it definitely is enjoyable, uh, and it's just getting better all the time. And, and yeah. I'm, I'm just as excited about a women's win as I am the men's. I really am. Yeah, and, and I think that it's...
0: I think that they've done a, a good job uh strategically by having I because I think the result would be different if the women's comp began right after the men's grand final instead of leading up to the men's season Mm. I you know because I I I think that you know it's if nothing else it's kind of like an appetizer you know it's it's wetting the palate of footy fans it's getting you know it's getting you know, people excited about the men's competition coming along. And then they're going to realize also, Oh, this is pretty darned. Okay. Here I can watch this. Mm-hmm. I, I can support the, this club. I can get a membership for this club, you know, it's, you know, and, and support the, these young ladies that are playing this game in, in my club's colors, you know, cause, cause I yeah. think if it went, if it was after the grand final, you know, that's when, you know, cricket is just firing up at that point in time, if I'm not mistaken. I, I think they would have a real difficult time gaining a lot of traction because people would be like, ah, the grand final is over. The season's done. And they go, no, wait, we have more footy. And, you know, yeah, no wait, the grand final just happened. And they wouldn't, you know, now they get a chance to, you know, they they get the chance to talk about men's training, men's training. Here's what's going on. And oh, by the, way, the women are playing now as well. Check them out. So I think they, I, and I don't ever, I don't know if they ever thought about doing it right afterwards. But I think it, I think it's better to have it at the start of the season as opposed to the end. I don't know.
1: I agree. Yeah, if it was up to me selfishly, I would have them going out at the same time, so that if I ever made a trip back to Australia, I could watch both the men and the women play. But good point. <laughs> yeah, but as far as uh, it's it's nice filling the year with more footy for sure.
0: Well, what do you think about your uh, the possibility of you like scheduling a trip? Do you think you would uh, ever? Schedule a trip just to go watch the women's game.
1: Um, it it would it's not outside the realm of possibility. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, right now, I I I'm hoping to go this year. I've taken the time off of work, but you know, with COVID, I, that was you know just in, if some by some miracle, you know, this COVID thing is under control. But, right. Right. Know, around 15, fifteen, sixteen of the men's, but. So I pushed it out a little bit, but I would uh I, I would definitely love to to go see a uh woman's game in person. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm or
0: I'm several. hoping you yeah. I'm hoping you get a chance to do that. I'm hoping you get a chance to, to get back over there this year. You know, just, yeah, just me too. Just, but, yeah,
1: know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. The <laughs> more oh, lockdowns yeah. come, the less likely it looks. You know? Well
0: that's that's true. Yes, that's true. Yeah. You know. But yeah. You know, uh, yeah, you know, I uh I think we dug into absolutely everything that I wanted to get into this week. And it's, uh, you know, I want to thank, thank you for, for popping in. I want to thank, uh, oh, thanks for know, the invite Art for being on here. Um, did, uh, Art, you might've tried to send me a couple messages there. Uh, I don't know why they didn't, uh, I wasn't able to get them to, to click on there. Liberty Rob. I hope you had a great dinner again. Uh, you know, thanks to uh, Jim White is Jim. Wasn't it? It wasn't. Yeah, it was Jim, James White. Uh, that. I mentioned earlier, um, for helping out there, uh, Mr. Green from the, from the lions there in Virginia. Thanks for coming on. I appreciate that. i glad to have you here. Uh, see somebody by the name of Cyberstein, uh, came in the studio as well. So thank you for coming in and, and checking out the show as well. We've been going now for a little over an hour and I'm going to wrap this up and record the, uh, the, the closing, uh, of the episode and try to get it published this evening before I head off the bed. I, I'd mentioned earlier, we had about 14 inches of snow overnight last night. So I don't know how well they've got the roads all cleared off my streets clear. So, you know, I teach in a more of a rural district. So depends on how well they've done getting the, uh, the country roads <clears throat> cleaned off as to whether the buses could get there. So, Hey folks, you know, thanks for coming on. I, I like the idea of doing the, uh, the the live broadcast or the live podcast to just you know hopefully get a chance to talk to some people uh you know it's great that frod could come on here i'm hoping we can uh get some other folks on as well as we go forward here you know my little message button was acting up here because uh mr green a couple years were showing up here i got the thumbs up there at the end but it's uh i think this is just a neat tool to be able to to utilize and uh and try to, you know, to try to to talk with folks, and uh, I hope you'll come back. I hope you'll tell your friends about it. Like I said, this is going to get published as an episode here in just a second, so it's not going to just disappear where only three or four people or six people or whatever heard it. Hopefully, some other folks will check in on it as well, and uh, hey, folks, have a great Tuesday evening, okay? Stay safe. Be well. Call your friends. Check in on them. You know, if you happen to be in Australia and you're listening, you know, we're we're thinking about you here. Although you guys are, you know, almost completely out of the woods as far as COVID's going. I know you're, you know, Victoria's still back in a lockdown and we're we're still muddling along here and things are actually it sounds like things are actually going pretty well where you live, Frode, in the great grand scheme of things.
1: Uh, we can only hope. It seems we've yeah. gotten better but we we'll see. I mean, uh, yeah. vaccines are rolling out so hopefully that has some effect.
0: Supposedly we uh we're going to be getting ours here, you know, as a teacher. Yeah, you know, cuz we've been back in the classroom since uh, the beginning of September. Yeah, you know, we we've been there pretty much all year long. We missed like the first week and a half of school while we were getting some things set up and uh there been some there've been a few hiccups, but for the most part it's gone pretty well this year. You know, there have been a few projects and such that I've had to scrap because it involves the kids moving around too much in the room and, in, in, you know, engaging with one another a little too closely. But beyond that, it's been a pretty typical year other than the fact that I, I'm only going to be able to recognize half of the kids' faces next year when I forget their names. And I'll tell them, I recognize your forehead, but I don't know who you are. <laughs> so I actually did that with the seating chart at the beginning of the year when I got the seating chart with the kids pictures I took a sharpie and covered up the bottom half of their faces because I, I figured that's all all I'm going to see is the top of their nose and their eyes so that I might be able to figure out who they are that way so yep well folks hey have a great evening I'm going to go ahead and work on getting this uh, edited it out there this evening so have a wonderful Tuesday night everybody and, and thanks for tuning in take it easy I want to take a moment and thank everybody that tuned in for the live broadcast. Uh, I know there were six or seven of you that, that tuned in. Uh, Mr. Green from over there in Richmond with the, uh, the RVA Lions. Thanks for tuning in. Hope to get you on to talk during a, uh, uh, a subsequent episode or for uh, an actual uh, interview f- for the podcast. Would love to have you on uh, to talk some footy, to pick your brain. Frode, thanks for coming on and, and uh, chatting with me. It's great to always talk to you. Uh, it's wonderful to have somebody on that, uh, that has a, a similar set of uh, thoughts as far as the game is concerned, You know, who came to the game you know, a little bit later in life and just has absolutely fallen head over heels in love with it as well. Uh, so it's, it's great to get your insights. Great to talk to you about the game. Uh, ladies and gentlemen... Don't forget that if you'd like to sign up for the mailing list so that you get each episode delivered to you first, there's a link to a short form in the show notes. If you'd like to sign up, I'll get you added on the list. I added somebody new just this morning, so this episode will go out to them directly after it gets published. Uh, make sure you check out the link to the podcast storefront if you'd like to you know, you know, help out there, or if you want to take a look at the uh, Buy Me a Coffee uh, app there, and you maybe want to help out the, the podcast there as well. Would greatly appreciate it again you know working on uh trying to upgrade upgrade some equipment and some software uh hoping to get a standalone web page for the uh for the podcast as well uh, again if you've got an idea for a show topic by all means you know shoot me an email you can reach me at a yank on the footy gmail.com you know shoot me a dm on twitter send me a uh a message uh an IM on Instagram. Uh, or a message on Instagram or an IM on uh, Facebook. Uh, you can reach out to me on the uh, A Yank on the Footy page on Facebook as well. And remember, while you can find all the uh, episodes at A Yank on the Footy dot Podbean dot com, it's also on all of the uh, podcast hosting sites as well. Uh, I actually just, uh, and I don't know if it's actually gone live there or not, I just sent my RSS feed for the podcast out to uh, a podcast host that is out of the country of India and it is one of the biggest podcasting uh, one of the biggest podcast hosts in terms of putting the content out there like Apple Podcasts, like Spotify, that sort of thing it's one of the biggest ones in the world so I was really excited to locate that one Uh, I've actually been working behind the scenes at uh, preparing... Uh, an interview with a couple of gentlemen who were involved with AFL India and uh, have some insight in terms of how that uh, group of teams got established about a decade ago. So hoping to be able to sit down and talk with them here in the next uh, week or two and uh, looking forward to, to to speaking with them, learning a little bit more about the game uh, in India. So I think that's going to be uh, that's going to be terrific. Remember, you can also find the podcast, uh, on my YouTube channel. Just look for my name on YouTube, Craig Wessels. And, uh, you know, now that you've listened, I hope you'll take uh, a minute and, uh, maybe hop over to Apple podcasts, uh, and leave me a review. Let me know what you think about the podcast. Love to, to hear your thoughts. Uh, if you like it, give me a five star if I've earned it. Um, Otherwise, you know, shoot me an email. Let me know what, what I could work on. Now, tonight, I know there was a little bit of rambling. You know, we're still working on, we're, uh, not we, I do not have a mouse in my pocket. I'm still working on, you know, hammering out some of the software that, that uh, Podbean offers for me to use uh, to do these live broadcasts. I was able to get Frod on there live tonight. I'm hoping to be able to... Bring a number of people on live. It it there's an opportunity for that to happen because I could bring on. It looks like seven or eight people. I don't know if they can all be there at one time, but I could have a multitude of people on on the podcast. And I'd love to be able to engage with people to talk about the the topics that are happening. You know, on a regular basis, the, the daily news, if you will, mm-hmm. to get people's input. Because yeah, we can talk about the results of the games and the uh, the upcoming games and project what's going to happen or reflect back on the games. But you know. Would have been great to be able to do this and get some insight from, you know, Magpie supporters in terms of, uh, you know, the resignation of Eddie McGuire or, you know, looking at uh, just how AFLW fans are looking at the game and what their thoughts are on it and how pleased they have to be about the way the game is being played this year. So, you know, again, you can reach me at a yank on the fleet at gmail.com again on Twitter at yank underscore on Facebook and Instagram at a yank on the footy. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for tuning in. I want to thank you for listening again. Those of you who came on live today and, and sat in on the show. Thanks so very much for that. I truly appreciate it. And while we're fans of our teams, deep down, we're fans of a game that we all love. And that's the game of footy. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks so much for listening. I ask that you please consider sharing a link to this episode or your favorite episode maybe it's one of the interviews that i've done uh frode mentioned an episode from early last year where i talked about uh how the nba helped the vfl to stabilize their finances and bring in the salary cap that we have today when you had a lot of clubs that where there were haves and have nots if you will okay and ladies and gentlemen. As always, may your dribble kick never, ever hit the post. I'll catch you later. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been a live episode of A Yank on the Footy recorded the evening of February the 16th of 2021. Don't forget that you can reach me at yank underscore on Twitter or to yankonthefooty at gmail.com. And you can find me on Instagram and on Facebook at a yank on the footy. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. And please share a link to the podcast on your social media sites. And until next time, goodbye.